In this video, I'm gonna show you the fastest and easiest way to charge the maximum amount for your agency service. So I'm gonna be demonstrating this all on a very simple matrix that shows you the relationship between information and labor and how you can better leverage those two to maximize the pricing of your services. I'll be walking you through this model using a private video from the Blueprint Platinum, which is my one-on-one -on -one agency consulting program. If you're interested in learning more and potentially joining, there's information below this video. So with that being said, let's talk about how we can maximize the value, the impact, and the pricing for your agency services. Let's get into the video. We're gonna do so by understanding this chart over here that has two very simple inputs, information and labor. And now these are the two inputs because very simply speaking, these are going to be the two main things that go into delivering any sort of result for a client. Information meaning how much expertise or knowledge does it require to deliver this? Labor meaning how much labor or time will it go in to deliver this? So again, when we look at uh, these two types of things, those in the market who are seeking uh, an offer that has more information are going to have more time than money, right? So somebody looking for a training product is going to have more time to learn it than money to execute it, right? On the opposite side of the coin, if you're offering a completely done for you SEO service or any type of service, the people that you're selling to are generally going to have a lot less time, meaning they want you to execute it and more money to pay for it. Also, a big part of that too, though, is understanding when I say more money, less time and more money, the amount of money is going to be directly attributed to their business type and the impact that you can drive. And that's where the economics of pricing are really going to fit in. Because at the end of the day, any business owner is going to be busy and they're going to want to pay someone to do the work for them. But not everyone is going to be able to afford to pay your services for the amount that they need to get executed. And we'll talk and unpack that more through some examples that I've already seen going through Platinum with a lot of you guys. So this is a very helpful exercise to understand how you will deliver your service, right? How much information is needed versus how much labor, how much do we have to do for them? Uh, and then again, the impact that that will drive and how much you can price it. So again, so what we're looking at here with this chart is very simple, right? Information on the left-hand column, it's in the bottom quadrant, it's gonna be low information or low expertise. On the upper light, left, it's gonna be higher information or expertise. Same thing with lower. Lower left-hand quadrant is gonna require low label, labor in order to deliver. Right-hand quadrant is going to be high labor in order to deliver. So where we don't want to be is down here. This is where our bad offers, this is where offers, offers go to die. This is going to be very high labor and very low inform, information or expertise. So just for context, when we think about something like cleaning your house, right? The act of cleaning a house does not require a lot of information or expertise. It's commoditized. Pretty much anyone can do it but it does require a lot of labor. So when it comes to that, understanding how much will, are people willing to pay for something that does not require a lot of expertise, but just requires a lot of labor, this is where we wanna stay away from. So some of the offers that I see coming through that are completely done for you services for companies, like a coffee shop, for example, right? It's not gonna require a lot of information or expertise in order to get it done. It's just gonna be a lot of kind of busy work and getting it done. The only way that you can really get that offer to work, and I know it's enticing because there's a lot of demand for it, but economically, it doesn't always work out. So a lot of you coming in here that are, you know, trying to figure out how you can charge more for your services, you're just stuck with a bad offer that's not enticing to the market because it doesn't require a lot of information or expertise in order to execute it. It's commoditized, if you will, uh, and it requires a lot of labor in order to get it done. So what you're stuck in is a position where you gotta do a ton of work for a client 
and the impact based on that work is not high. Again, when we look at the impact based on doing SEO for coffee shops, how much money can they really make off of your services? So again, if we're stuck in the situation where we're charging a done for you service to do SEO for a client who doesn't necessarily have a lot to gain from it in terms of value or doesn't require a lot of info and expertise that's going to require you to charge more upfront, then you're stuck in a situation where you're going to want to revisit your offer. So this is what we're going to go through now on an offer chart. And we're going to actually go through and, and plot some different offers and see where they land on here. Hey, real quick, make sure to subscribe and hit the notification bell. I post weekly content only for my subscribers, like links to my private Slack channel, office hours, and free access to marketing templates and tools. So if you don't want to miss out, make sure you hit that subscribe button and the little notification bell. That's it here. So I just migrated this chart over here. So a little bit something more workable and plottable over here in Lucid app. So again, what you're looking at exact same plot here, info on the left, labor on the right. And then what I've got are the four kind of basic offers, if you will, in terms of service delivery, right? So you got a freelancer, got a done for you agency. We've got consulting, also coaching I'll put in there and then training. So I just wanted to help you kind of understand and contextualize where these different just kind of business structures and offer, if you will, fall in this model. So. A lot of us get started down here as a freelancer, right? This is very close to the bad offer. This is where we're doing a ton of different stuff for a ton of different types of people, pretty much unfocused, almost just kind of picking up odd jobs, if you will, to just try and scrap together the money. What I've also added here is an arrow on top. This just kind of shows, in my opinion, how high that this can scale in terms of revenue, right? So almost kind of the cap, if you will, on this type of offer. Freelancer is going to have a very low cap. Why? Because it's just yourself. You have no people. Uh, you got a pretty weak offer and you're doing all the work uh, and usually again in, in lower information spaces, right? When it gets into more high information spaces, then you're getting into more of a consultant, which we'll talk about in a second. So this is an area again where most people get to getting started. We want to help you try and break out of that. So if you're a freelancer, you're down here, you're doing 100% of the work for people. Uh, again, a lot of the times their knowledge of what you're doing too are pretty low and the impact of the work probably doesn't have a huge business value graphic design, link building, things like that. They're going to have trouble connecting the dots in terms of the value that you're creating for them. On the opposite side of the coin here, what we have is a training program. So this is no labor, right? All the way to the left on labor scale, about halfway up the info scale, because uh, depending on what your training practice is about, you don't necessarily have to be the biggest and the baddest in the expertise. You know, you could do something similar on whatever it is that you're doing for freelancing. Hey, I'll help you design a website. I'll help you, you know, understand link building. This is where my first training program got started. And uh, you can see here the cap here is also not that high, just because for the most part, when it comes to trainings, people are only gonna be willing to pay a certain amount. Again, when we're talking about the economics of pricing, again, when it comes to the tactics of things, you hear me talk about this a lot, when we're talking about tactics, people are gonna be willing to pay so, so much for information on tactics because information on tactics is commoditized. You go to YouTube and you type in how to do link building, 10,000 articles, right? So how much can you really make in, char in charge for doing a training on link building or building a website? You can make a lot, I personally have, uh, but it's gonna be a lot more friction in order to do so, which hence is why we tacked on our consulting offer here at the Blueprint Training, because not only is the cap much higher because we're in the we're in the act of selling information and coaching and teaching information as opposed to just selling video courses, people are willing to pay a lot more for that human touch. We're also able to drive much more of an impact, right? If I give you videos on positioning and offer design, you're gonna get value from it, you're gonna take it, you're gonna implement it, maybe. But if I work with you and you work with our team of coaches and consultants, 
consultants, we're not only able to personalize this information to you and answer questions and customize it to your business, we're able to hold you accountable, things get much more done. So we charge more for that, but the impact is much greater. And the impact of what we're doing scales up depending on the size of the problem that we're solving. And that's kind of the beauty about consulting too, is that you can continuously change your offer based on the information that you have. So there's going to be a little bit more labor here in terms of moving to the right on the labor scale when it comes to consulting. Uh, but the, but the info is also higher, right? You know, if you want to work one-on-one as a consultant with someone, you've got to know how to do something very intimately. Well, I mean, consulting could be all the way at the top here, if you will, but consulting and coaching is something that I push on a lot of you in platinum, because I think it could be a good fit for you to introduce your offer, which we're going to talk about in just a second. But the final one over here is going to be the done for you agency. So most of you coming in here are in these two. You're either a freelancer, you know, maybe a consultant, if you want to call yourself a consultant, but pretty much doing a lot of work for people that, you know, might be getting results, but not necessarily having the value to justify more. Then you get into the agency space. It's still a ton of work in terms of done for you, but you've got a team. Uh, you've got people, you're solving bigger problems, you're charging more for it. Um, and that's going to be higher on the information scale too, because you're going to want to specialize again, getting out of freelance or getting into an agency usually means you specialize, you target a core customer and how to create value for them, which will allow you to charge more over time. So these are the four basic offers. Pretty much everything that you're going to come up with during the service design process here is going to map to one of these. The final one that I want to introduce you to, which is not in here is what I call the done with you service model. So the done with you service model is a hybrid between these three up here, right? So again, you look at Blueprint Platinum, which is our coaching consulting program. What it really is, is we're saying, okay, uh, you know, when it comes to the needs of the market, there's a need for information because a lot of folks are having more time and not necessarily have more money. So we're putting together an offer that's going to have videos with it. This one that you're watching here, uh, but then also coaching off the back of it, right? And then also an element of done for you too, because we're creating templates, we're creating uh, different things to give to you that are done that you just have to implement. And then along with the coaching. So we've created somewhat of a hybrid model in between here that works really, really well. But again, the key here is understanding what's best for your customer, right? Because if you're working with dentists and you want to do, you know, SEO for dentists, they're probably not going to want to do any sort of work just because of the nature of who they are, which brings us to our next chart over here, where we're going to actually look at plotting these things for your actual offers that you're going through and building. So what I got are a bunch of different kind of offers already drawn up. I just want to drop them on here so you can understand kind of the thought process of going through as you're getting more specific where the offer. So I just presented you kind of the different business types and where they land. Now let's go through and talk about specific offers, right? Let's say, for example, you want to do SEO for dentists. Again, this one over here is going to fall somewhere over here where you're doing a lot of work for them and you need quite a bit of info too, again, because you're specializing with a specific type of client. But what you can see here is just the cap on this one is not overly high, right? Because again, a dentist is only going to want to pay so much for SEO or web design, or even for leads, right? Because they have that specific lead cost probably attached to some sort of cost in their business. So if you want to maximize the amount of revenue that you charge this client, you're going to have to understand how to attach your value to the service that you're charging, right? So as opposed to just going straight hours based, you can understand how much value you're creating for clients and then roll that in. And again, when it comes to the pricing, you don't have to change. You can still use our hourly pricing model, but you want to make sure you account for that value in the total amount that you're getting per month or whatever you're charging them is going to be directly attributed to the value that you're creating for them and the value that you've created for other clients. So for example, when you're going through the pitch process with a dentist, this is why case studies are so important. This is why data is so important because you confer to 10 other dentists that you got. And when they say, hey, Ryan, well, look at, you want to charge me $5,000 per month, but this company over here only wants to charge me $500 per month. I think I have to go with them just based on the price. You guys are both doing SEO, right? 
wrong. No, Steve, here's the deal. I've been doing this for 15 years. I've been doing this for 15 clients, whatever it may be. The reason why our costs are what they are is not just because of what we're doing for you. We're doing all the same things as they are. We're just doing it at a much higher level. Our costs are our costs because of the impact that we're going to drive to you. For example, Steve, how much is a lead worth to you? Well, Ryan, the lead is worth about $500, hypothetically, right? Well, look, Steve, we did the analysis based on what we're seeing here. We think we can drive an extra 10,000 visits to your website per month, taking your base conversion rate of X, Y, and Z times that by your lead amount. We think we can create this much value, $25,000 a month, just by the impact of our service. Are they doing that? No, Ryan, they didn't really show us that. Well, Steve, that's why we cost $5,000. Are you paying for SEO? Are you paying for more customers? That's how you want to get to. That's how you frame the value conversation. That's how you break it down with them. We're getting off of the, hey, this is how much it costs to do X, Y, and Z. And this is how much it costs. Yes, we're doing all X, Y, and Z, but our costs are our costs because of the impact that we're going to have on your business. So that's how you start to have a value conversation. It might not apply to dentists, but again, here's another one over here that I really like. This one is SEO for attorneys, right? So these are going to be, you know, probably a little bit more on the labor scale, uh, maybe a little bit more up on the information scale too, just because you're working with maybe a more sophisticated type of clientele. Maybe they have somebody internally. Um, but again, the cap here with an attorney is going to be much higher, especially when you understand how to target and position yourselves for attorneys, because the value that they're going to get from one case is going to pay for your services for five years over, right? So that's where, again, we can start to understand the nuances between doing the same thing for a dentist versus the same thing for an attorney versus the same thing for a coffee shop, right? And there's you're probably doing the same process, if not a very similar one. You're probably doing the same amount of work, maybe a little bit more, but the impact that you're driving is going to justify what you're ultimately going to charge and how you're going to price either your hourly rate or your overall package. So let's look at another one over here. I have this one tagged as leads for agencies. So when we look at this one, I, I liken this to what we're doing here at the Blueprint 2, right? Where a lot of agencies don't have a huge budget to pay for leads or they don't want to pay someone to do it for them because their agencies and they, they want to do it themselves or they have the capability to do it themselves or they understand so well the pricing economics of what it's going to cost to hire someone to run their ads and build their marketing that they're willing to do that internally. So our offer is geared towards helping agencies generate leads through information and coaching. Now, again, maybe the cap on this company on the cap on what we can charge won't be as high, but it doesn't take as much friction for us to do this, which means we can get more and more customers and deliver it at a much faster and easier rate than having to do everything on the labor scale. So part of this too is understanding who you are as a business owner and what you want to do. If you don't want to have a massively labor intensive process, you can either strip down your service, which, which is a lot of what we teach here and continue the done for you and continue to specialize and work with a more and more type of clientele. That's one way that you can move up over here away from the labor scale and more on the information scale is continuously specializing, continuously gathering more information and understanding, and then continuously moving your service over and pulling away elements, templatizing things, and then teaching and coaching as opposed to doing it for them. Again, it's a much different type of clientele. This model over here would not work with dentists because dentists aren't going to sit there and watch videos and get on a weekly coaching call and then want to run their ads. You have to intimately understand your customer and who's on the other end. Now, another example, this could be, let's say like leads for real estate, right? <clears throat> so these can start to go anywhere. It, it just really depends on, on who your types of targeting. So for example, as you're going through this and you're saying, Hey, look, Ryan, you know, I, I know real estate very well, but like, God damn, like I'm tired of working with them because I have to do everything for them. They don't appreciate our work, blah, blah, blah. 
maybe what we can do is we can shift who you're targeting within the real estate industry. We don't, you don't have to give up all this knowledge that you gained, but if you want to get off this labor scale because it's a means to an end and you know that they're just you're just get, continuously getting bottomed out by offshore companies who are just charging less and less and less, then you're going to want to look at moving more up the information scale and off the labor scale. And part of the ways that you can do that is refining who you're targeting. So as opposed to targeting the everyday real estate agent or broker, maybe you start going after the top 10%. And I know that's a big jump and I know that's hard to do, but this is why having your knowledge and experience is so important because the more knowledge and experience you have, the more qualified you are to work with a higher type of clientele. And if you're working with a higher type of clientele, then you understand, hey, they probably have a team over there, right? And they're probably paying a lot to agencies. So maybe we can play on that and be like, hey, uh, you know, we can save you money and get you more by helping you to bring lead generation for your agents in-house. How do we do that? Well, we've got a system and a program. We've got a bunch of templates. We're going to teach you ads. And this is also the conversations I'm having a lot of you as opposed to, you know, you do a bunch of services, but you're offering one-off services. Instead of doing one-off services, you offer them a package. So for example, when we look at going back to the offer design, what does it take to get leads for real estate agents? It's not just SEO maybe, right? It's, we got to do some landing page optimization. We want to do some content. We got to, uh, you know, set up some ads and then we want to build some links, right? Cause we want to do like quick and then long-term. So we want to do like SERP or, or like, maybe we just want to go after all over everything in the search. And so we're going to do paid ads and we're going to do organic for them. So instead of selling them SEO as a standalone or pay-per-click as a standalone, we force them into buying the package, right? So, you know, if they're coming to you and be like, Hey, I only have a $2,000 budget. And then you're like, okay, well, we're just going to do SEO for you because that's fit in your budget. Or we're just going to do the paid ads for you because that's what fits your budget. Instead of saying, look at Steve, um, I appreciate and understand your budget, but like, if you could just hear me out for the next 30 seconds and tell you why it's going to be in your best interest to pay us double that because we're going to return triple over the next year, as opposed to, you know, not because Steve, when it comes to, uh, you know, search engines, you've got to be everywhere. And you got to be there quick. So we think in the first 90 days, we can turn around X number of leads by doing paid ads and then gradually taping that, tapering that off and focusing on SEO and picking up your leads through SEO over the long term. And then reusing your paid ads budgets to continuously find new keywords for you. That's the package that we want to get you in, Steve. Otherwise, you're going to be stuck in the situation where you're constantly paying a bunch of agencies. You don't know what they're going to return. They're all working in a silo. We can help you bring that in-house. So yes, you're going to have to invest a little bit more in the front term. And I understand that makes you a little bit uncomfortable. But I promise if you look at our track record and case studies, we can get to do to where you need to be, right? Would you agree that $5,000 to return $15,000 every month is a good investment? Yeah, Ryan, I would say it's a good investment. Okay, Steve, here's the package that I want to show you. Here's what we do, right? And that's a little bit more about, again, how we can start to reframe that conversation to move off the labor scale by packaging up different things and teaching them certain things, right? Versus doing everything for them. So where I'm trying to get with you is, is just helping you understand how to move your offers off of this, how to understand who you're working with, how to continuously massage what you're doing to get it to a point where you're not only maybe doing a little bit less work in terms of the done for you, but you're also doing what's best for the customer, but you continuously refine and understand the customer. And then you're continuously able to ratchet up your prices and increasing value for these people. So the last one over here that I want to show to you is just kind of how we're doing SEO for B2B. Again, this is our our offer now at the agency, and I'm going to kind of walk you through how we're continuously evolving it. So we started over here as well, completely done for you, everything. We're going to do your links. We're going to write your content. Just pay us five to eight grand a month, flat fee. You know, again, what ends up happening here is when you do everything for people, they, their expectations for results are, are through the roof, as opposed to when you're doing things with them, they own some of the responsibility for the results as well. And they're also ironically willing to pay a little bit more just depending on, on what it is that you're doing for them. So we've been continuously moving 
off of the labor scale to a point now where we're in and continuously trying to move up the information scale because again we're experts we want them to see us as experts we want them to pay us as experts but we also don't want to have to do all the work for them and that's just by continuously also understanding who's on the other end of that line we don't work with business owners we don't work with small businesses we don't work with local businesses you have to have an internal marketing person over there and you know generally speaking we want you working with a couple agencies so that way we can come in and cut down the amount of agencies and just focus things and bring that internally but again we're still focused on the same offer which is pretty much seo for b2b or just continuously working on moving up the value chain and moving up the offer scale and continuously charging more. And that's a combination of continuously refining your offer, continuously looking at your mechanism for delivery and continuously asking yourself what's best for your customer. So that's uh, a kind of long-winded offer value creation pricing all rolled into one very very important stuff especially for those of you who are stuck with your pricing stuck with not being able to charge more these are the types of thoughts and concepts that i need you thinking about so you can start to think about how to break out of that so if you have any questions hit me up in slack y'all